Well, if you'll turn with me in your Bible to the book of 2 Timothy today, 2 Timothy chapter number 1. It's so good to see you here today. Those who are not here, I pray that God would protect them, give them a good day, wherever they are. Uh, they'll be back next week, and uh, or maybe the week after that, or maybe one week, someday. Okay? Find your Bible now to your place in Second Timothy chapter number 1. It's so good to be here today. Get my age, it's good to be anywhere. But it's especially good to be in God's house. Amen. Had a great crowd out yesterday, uh, out uh, passing out brochures, inviting folk to our anniversary service. And uh, I want to thank all of you who did come out. And I appreciate so very much your effort. And uh, we had some good visits and some good prospects. And it's just uh, good to serve the Lord. Amen. All right. Take your Bible. I want to read just three or four verses out of Second Timothy chapter 1. If you allow me to, I'll read verses 3, 4, 5, and 6. And of course, this is Memorial Day. And we do not want to treat it just like another holiday. Uh, we are here to, uh, to uh, memorialize and remember those folks who have gone on before us, who served us in the, in the Army and the Navy and the uh, Armed Forces. And also, we don't want to forget those folks who's kept the doors of the church open. All these many, many, many years and great men of God in the past and women that have blazed the trail for us. We must not forget them. Uh, If you do not have it, I suggest you buy from the bookstore the book Trail of Blood. And it will show you the price that Baptist folks have paid for doctrine and its purity. You know, they're just, truth is real narrow. Have you ever noticed that? I mean, truth is just real narrow. Four and four is eight. That's just truth. Folks today would like to make it eight and a half or seven and a half because in their liberal, liberal, progressive mindset, they just don't think there's any positives. In the absolutes, everything is... It, you know, is is just uh, whatever, you know, it just not, you know, black is not black, white is not white, it's gray and all that kind of stuff. And we'll save a dog and kill a baby. I'm not against dogs. I've got about five, six or seven of them. And uh, I like my dogs. Love them, I do not like them. I love my wife. I do not kiss my dogs. If you kiss your dog, let me introduce you to the human race. I love animals. My wife and I have got all kinds of animals. You know what I think? I, I heard the other day about some thieves that broke into a jewelry store at night. And they did not break in to steal anything. They just changed the prices on everything. They took the cheap prices and put on expensive jewelry. And they put the expensive prices on cheap jewelry. 
You think maybe that's what the devil has done to us? He's changed the prices. The price tag. The price tag on human life had become very cheap. And we magnify animals. And we kill babies. I think maybe the devil has slipped in on us and changed the price of what's really, really important. Let me read for you two or three verses before I start meddling and get in trouble. The Bible says in verse 3, I thank God. Is anybody here today thank God for anything? Uh, I thank God for babies. And I thank God that you're yours. I thank God I can kiss them and send them home with you. I thank God you are changing the dieties. You get them big enough to walk and I'll take them to the candy bucket. And I'll show them how much I love them. And I thank God for kids. I thank God for a church that is having kids. We don't have to worry about building a church. I think we're just going to grow one. We've got an explosion of babies. I don't know if it's in a water or what it's in. But the Bible says and Paul says, I thank God. When I... Whom I served from my forefathers with pure conscience. That without ceasing I have, now note, remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Remembrance. Remembrance is a great attribute. Greatly desiring to see thee. Being mindful of thy tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. And I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore... I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Our Father today, in the brief few moments we have, help us to remember. Help us to honor Help us to love. Hereby, they know that you are my disciples. If you have love, one for another. So Lord, today, quieten our hearts. Open our spirits, Lord, that the Holy Ghost of God may do a work. We pray in Jesus' lovely name. Amen. I have news for you. Life is not about you. That's a terrible, terrible thing to realize that life is not about us. Have you noticed we live in a very narcissistic society? 
self-centered, me first at any cost kind of society. The word narcissism comes from the Greek god named Narcissus. You knew that. He was known for his beauty. Many fell in love with him, but he spunned all his lovers. Until one day, he was getting a drink out of a clear pool and he saw himself. And he fell deeply in love with himself. So much in love with himself, he just stood there and admired himself till he starved to death admiring himself. Narcissism, self-centered, me first. I hate to admit it, but I think our society has probably, probably fallen off into that deal. Sophia Loren was a beautiful Italian movie star. I thought she was beautiful. But she thought she was beautiful. And she knew she was beautiful. And she became very arrogant. And one day on the set, somebody broke in her room and stole some of her jewelry. And it just ruined her completely. She could not act. And the director said to her, Ms. Lauren, it is not about you. Don't ever cry over anything that cannot cry back. Don't ever cry over anything that cannot cry for you. I think maybe... We've fallen into that trap. The Christian ought to know, for the Son of Man came not to minister, to be ministered to, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. Notice in your text, if you would please, Paul thought it was very important to remember friends. Notice what he said in verse 3, I have remembrance of thee. Do you have anybody in your remembrance that's been good to you, that's done good to you, that's been a friend, and that has sacrificed for you? Paul said it just encourages him as remember other folks. It ought to encourage you and I to remember. Paul said, being mindful of thee and thy tears in verse 4. Do you remember other people's hurt? Do you remember valleys that other folk have gone through? Have you learned anything by the valleys and the mistakes that you and other folks have made? You say, preacher, I just don't remember. Maybe we need to remember today. Paul thought it, in, Paul thought it was very profitable. He said in verse number five, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. How long has it been since you took time just to remember? Somebody said, well, preacher, you ought not look back. Oh, no, the Bible does not say you ought not to look back. 
The Bible says over and over and over again that we are to remember. First of all, I want to talk to you today about we need to look back and remember. Secondly, we need to look out and love. The thing that identifies a Christian is not their soul winning and it's not their prayer life and it not is how often they read their Bible. The thing that identifies a Christian to the world is their love for one another. And God's love is not dependent upon circumstances. The Bible said, he that is born of God loves God. And my Bible says that we are to remember, bless God, remember. And we need to look back occasionally. Notice, if you would, while Paul encourages himself by looking back. Look back, if you would please, to learn from your mistakes. Have you made any? Today? Yes. If you haven't, are you looking forward to the next one you make? Look back, if you please, to learn from your mistakes. I think we should look back also, if you please, And honor those and appreciate those and thank those that has died for our freedom. It's an interesting word in the Bible, remember, memory. It's used 230 times in the Bible. Remembrance, remember, and memorial. I think it's important to God that we remember some things. Have you ever heard of the Passover for Israel? Have you ever heard of the feast of the Passover? They worship once a year. They practice the feast of the Passover so that Israel might remember that they were once in slavery and God delivered them from Egypt with a mighty hand. It seems as though many of us has forgotten that we once were in bondage. That we once was a slave to sin. That we once was on our way to hell. We once was in this world and no hope. And thank God somebody saved us. Easy to forget, isn't it? Did you know that God in the New Testament instituted an ordinance? For the sole purpose... Of remembering his flesh and his blood. And as off as you take this bread and this, this cup, you show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Remembrance. It must be important to God for you and I to remember this is a memorial day. And I want you to know that uh, uh, today, uh, tomorrow is the memorial day. And it was set aside many years ago to remember those who have lost their lives in the cause of freedom. We don't appreciate freedom today because we had nothing to do with your earning it. 
Uh, we, we, we enjoy freedom today, but we have no earthly idea of the price and the sacrifice that was poured, laid on the line for us. And I think today we need to remember the soldiers who died for our freedom. J.F. Kennedy said, let every nation know whether it wishes us well or ill that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Jesus said, greater love hath no man than this that he lay down his life for a friend. There have been over a million Americans give their life that you might sit in this building this morning. And I opened the old King James Bible and to preach to you the gospel of our Lord. Over a million Americans have laid their life on the line. For you and I, the American Civil War, there were 625,000 casualties. 625,000 casualties. 599 Americans died every day in the Civil War. In World War II, 405,399 died in a war that we won. 416 Americans perished every single day fighting for our freedom. And all Memorial Day is just hot dogs and barbecue. Look at our empty pews today. To them it's just a holiday. Three days they can goof off. God help us to remember. God help me not to be so vague and vain. And empty and narcissistic that I might forget all about the 116,516 who perished during World War I. 279 Americans a day perished fighting the enemies of freedom. I have talked to soldiers and many will not speak of those things. I just do not believe that God put us together to see so much dying and tragedy. Therefore, all of my uncles that fought in World War II came back alcoholics, died alcoholics. Night scream. 
course, this is just all about hot dogs. Friends of mine said in Korea, they laid in the mountains in the freezing cold within feet of the enemy and laid there till their toes and fingers were frostbit because they could not move a muscle lest they get killed. We should remember even the war on terror, 6,709 people already perished fighting terror in our country. I declare to you today that we are free. Free to pray. Free to worship. Free to speak. Free to assemble and free to vote because of the sacrifice of those who have died. I declare unto you today it's the soldier, not the theologian, who has secured our freedom of religion. It's the soldier, bless your heart, and not the reporter that has secured the freedom of the press. It's the soldier today, not the protester, who has secured our freedom to protest. I say it's the soldier, not the judge or the lawyer, who has secured our judicial system today. I declare unto you, it's a soldier, not the entrepreneur, that has secured our right to become successful and rich. It's a soldier whose coffin is draped in the American flag who has secured freedom for those who want to burn that very flag. We must never forget. We must remember. I think today is much more than hot dogs and barbecue. It's the call to remember over a million lives. Can I say to you that somebody loved very, very much. That has died for our freedom today. The Bible exhorts us to remember We not only need to remember the soldiers. You say, what time is it? Time for hot dogs and barbecue. (laughs) We need to remember also those who've died, those saints who've died for the faith. Hebrews 13 and 3 admonishes, remember them that are in bond. As bound with them. And them which suffer adversity. As being yourselves also in body. It's estimated that 43 million Christians have been martyred since Calvary. 43 million Christians. Has died since Calvary for faith in Jesus Christ. Mm. 
26 million of those have died in the past 100 years. It has been stated that more than 200 million Christians worldwide lives under the threat of tyranny and persecution. 200 million Christians today cannot sit in a church and sing the hymns and preach the gospel without persecution, incarceration, or even execution. Since 1983, approximately 2 million Christians have been killed by Muslims. Let me say that again. Since 1983, approximately 2 million Christians have been killed by Muslims in one country. In the Sudan. In Iran. Where Islam is the official religion. A person who converts to Christianity. Is subject to execution. Under. Islamic law. But in America. They can. Take their Koran. To any public school class. And if you walk in their classroom with a Bible, they'll kill you on the spot. I just thought that today, I might suggest to you that today is more than hot dogs and barbecue. And I think it would behoove us to look back and remember from whence we came and the price that has been paid that you might sit in this auditorium this morning with your Bible open and freedom to worship according to the dictates of your heart. That's America for you. Not perfect, but if you don't like it, just get you on a ship and wave at us through the porthole as you go where you like. God bless America. The Bible exhorts to remember Deuteronomy 7, 18. Remember well what the Lord thy God did. Has God ever done anything for you? Every little kid is the inheritance of the Lord. Now, some I've seen that I but has God been good to you? God says, remember. Deuteronomy twenty four eighteen, remember that the thou wast in bondage, and the Lord God redeemed thee. <laughs> I remember when I was in bondage to uh, Jack Daniel and Coca-Cola, Colorado Kool-Aid, gambling, hell-raising, fighting. I remember when I was in bondage to that. I thought everybody went to church was a square and needed their brain checked. I'm the one that needed their brain checked. Forty-some years ago, a soul winner came into my house and 
checked it out and fixed all of it when I got saved. You say, preacher, I don't need to remember all of this. Well, Ephesians chapter 2, and I'll read it for you because I got it marked and I can find it probably faster than you. But Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11. Now listen to this. Wherefore, remember... Oh, have we seen that word before this morning? Wherefore, remember... Are you ready? That ye, being in time past, Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time... Ye were without Christ. You remember when you were without Christ. You remember when you thought you had it made. You can remember when you was calling the shots. You remember all of that. You remember at that time you were without Christ. Being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope and without God in the world. Man, I'd hate to be without God in this world. Would you hate to be without God in this world? Well, you need to remember when you were. Well, that's the introduction. I need to go. We not only need to look back and remember. I like to look back and remember when we started this church. I like to look back and remember when we first started the choir. I like to look back and remember when they just come and the building was full and they'd knock another room out and the building got full and they'd say, Preacher, what are you doing to get that crowd? I said, I have no idea and I'm scared to death. It's going to stop and I won't know how to start it. And I just preach and people just come. And I preached and people just come. And I preached and people just kept coming. I like to remember what God has done. I like to remember. I like to remember the day you came. What a mess you were. <laughs> Somebody said, well, I'm not a mess. I wasn't a mess. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the messes that joined this church. <laughs> You say, preacher, I wasn't a mess till I got here. Now I'm a confused mess. Well, thank God for messes. Second, let's do and I look out and love people. It's not about things. And it's not about the past. And it's not about the future. It's about loving people right now. It'd be nice if all of you do and finally... Conform to what I love. I wonder if I'm ever going to be into that category in which you can love. Isn't it nice that everybody that you love are just like you? Or like you think they ought to be. I think God told us we ought to love people just like they are. You say, well, I know some things. I bet somebody knows something about you. What if everybody loved you according to the way you love? You know what we need to do? We need to look out and just see people. 
People for whom Christ died. People for whom Christ lives. And for whom people Christ is coming back for. Don't you hope that God puts you in charge of the selecting committee when he comes back? Wouldn't that be nice if you were in charge of everybody that had to go to hell? Well, I tell you, I just know. Oh, shut up. Somebody knows you too. Do unto others as you would have them do. You know, if the average church member knew about you, what I know about you, they wouldn't sit on the same pew with you. And you know, if they knew about me, what I know about me, they wouldn't sit on the same pew with me. This church wasn't started so that you could join and commence your little clique. I'll tell you, I am famous for clique busting up. We have no room for a selected group that gets in your little ideal situation. We need to look out and love people just like they are. Not things. Would it be all right if we just looked for good? Do you think maybe everybody has some good that we can look for? I was reading recently about a man who loved to attend the opera. Now, he never had enough money to get up front. He always had a third floor balcony box. And he fell in love with the voice of this opera singer. I mean, the voice just sucked him in. He hardly knew her since he only had seen her through field glasses. He scarcely noticed that she was older than he. And the voice absolutely overwhelmed the limp that she had when she walked. But oh, her soprano voice would take him to the second heaven. And he just knew that this voice could lead them through any tough situation they may face. And it was a quick courtship, a very hurried up romance, kind of a whirlwind kind of deal, you know. And they got married. Oh, what a voice. No other voice like that. They prepared for their first night together on their honeymoon. He watched when she plucked out her glass eye and plopped it into a container on the nightstand. 
But oh, what a voice. She plucked off her wig. She ripped off her false eyelashes. She yanked out her dentures. She unfastened her artificial leg. She smiled at him and slipped off her glasses that hid her hearing aid. He was stunned and horrified as he drooped his chin and he grasped me. He said, for goodness sake, woman, sing, sing, please sing. There's always something good. <laughs> now, it may not get you through the troubling times, but I'll bet you, if you look long enough, you'll find something good in every Christian. You look long enough, you'll probably find something bad. Less today, on Memorial Day, eat our dinners and have our fun, but let's remember to look back and to look out. Let me close with let's look up. Let's look up and honor. We look back and remember, we look out to love and we look up to honor. Remember, That Jesus Christ is of the son of David, was raised from the dead according to the scripture. Solomon said, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. While the evil days come not. You know what evil days are? Heart attacks. Sore backs, arthritis, feet that hurts, evil days. Listen to me, kids. Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth before the evil days come. Oh, don't waste your life. Remember, James said, every good gift. And every perfect gift is from above. Matthew said, the son of man come not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for all. Did you know that God loved you so much? If you had been the only sinner in the world, Christ would have died just for you. Yeah. We need to look back and remember. We need to look forward and love. We need to look up and honor. Let me give you a little dissertation. Isaiah said he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know what happened at Calvary? God Almighty 
Put mine in your iniquity and our sin on the Savior. He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. You have grief today. Our Lord can handle it. You have sorrows today. Our Lord can handle it. It's already taken care of at Calvary. He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was smitten of God and afflicted. It wasn't the Jews that smote Jesus. It wasn't the Romans that smote Jesus. God smote Jesus because he was sin for us. When he was on the cross, God even turned his back. It became black as sackcloth when God turned his back on his son. And it was then that mine and your sins, all of them, were piled upon him. And he was smitten of God for us. We need to remember that by his stripes we are healed. 